One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. Spring is a great time of year to do some cleaning around the house and clean up your finances. And something else that you can do for your family this spring is shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses, things like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, or even college costs. I have a wife and two kids, with a third on the way, by the way, and business partners that all depend depend on my income. So I needed life insurance and Policy Genius made that so incredibly easy. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about how you need to treat debt like Miley Cyrus and come in like a wrecking ball. What's poppin'? And welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of DollarAfterDollar.com. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about how to pay off your debt the fast way. And let's just call it like it is. Your debt is a burden. And you need to get rid of your debt once and for all because it's holding you down. It's a chain that is holding on to your personal finances that needs to be eliminated. And what my goal is for this episode is to show you exactly how you can pay off this debt as fast as possible. So we're going to go through a couple of options for you to be able to pay down your debt. I'm going to show you the wrecking ball method, and that is a method that's going to be the fastest way to pay down your debt. But we also know that money is extremely psychological. So I'm also going to show you the snowball method, which is a method that's been popularized by a lot of financial gurus. But it is a good method for people who really need that extra motivation to be able to pay down their debt as well. So we're going to get into both of those methods, and we're going to go through exactly how you can pay down your debt as fast as possible. And I still remember the day that I got my shiny new credit card. It was right out of college that I got a credit card, uh, and I wanted to build up some credit for myself. And since I wanted to build up that credit... I knew I needed to run my card and, and have a few transactions on that card. So I decided to run that bad boy through a few registers. I bought some groceries, maybe a little gas, 
and some other things I needed. And I ended up racking up about 350 bucks that first month. And I got that statement in the mail. And at the very bottom of that statement, the credit card bill said in bold letters, amount due $24. And I couldn't believe my eyes because I could spend $350 and all I had to do was pay back $24. And it had to be too good to be true. It was ringing in the back of my head. This has to be too good to be true. Of course it was because as I kept reading, they're going to charge you an 18% interest rate on your remaining $326. My question to myself was, did this credit card company think I was a moron? And unfortunately, they did. And it's nothing personal, but this is how they make their money. And they trap people into a scheme over and over and over again. See, debt is a national crisis. If you're in debt, you're not alone because the majority of Americans are actually in debt. Debt has become so easy To obtain, it's become so easy to get a loan that it is more common to have debt than to not have debt. So you wouldn't be pushing that fancy whip if it wasn't for easy car financing. It's something that's promoted as good. It's something that's promoted as helpful. And right now, there is currently more debt in the U.S. than there ever has been in the history of the United States. There's over $8 trillion in home mortgages. We're approaching almost $2 trillion in student loans, and there's over $3 trillion in consumer debt. So auto loans are also at their highest. Consumer debt's at its highest. Student loan debt is at its highest, and mortgages are at their highest. They've ever been historically. So here's the average amount of debt for each age group. People who are under 35 have $67,400 in debt, and that number has gone up dramatically. Reason being, you guessed it, student loans. People between the ages of 35 to 44 have, on average in the U.S., $133,000 in debt. People between the ages of 45 to 54 have about the same, $134,000 in debt. People between the ages of 55 and 64 have $108,000 of debt. And this one surprised me because your debt level should be going down as you get older because you're advancing in your career. Your income is going up as you advance in your career. But for a lot of Americans, their debt level is still pretty high. And then between the ages of 65 to 74, the average is 66,000. And 75 and up is 34,500. And this shows that the average American is carrying a large amount of debt. And a lot of Americans are approaching six figures in debt. Now, home mortgages have a, a large hold point in that. And that's understandable. If you look back at the numbers back in the 80s, the average American hardly held any debt at all. And it was somewhere around $5,000. So we need to figure out a way to crush this debt because it can hold you back tremendously in your personal finances. And we need to ring this bell as true to avoid debt at all costs if you can. Now, later in the podcast, we're going to get into what people call good debt as well. And we're going to get into some of the factors that may make that not as true as people make it out to seem. See, I'm always talking about how money empowers your life and it has nothing to do with pinching pennies, but you... Use your money to put you in the driver's seat. You're in charge of your life. And money has the, the capability of changing your life for the better. It gives you the opportunity for pure freedom. But if you're carrying debt, you're going in reverse. You're going backwards. And debt takes away that freedom from you. It's crippling you and it's crippling your future. So let's get into some of the reasons why debt brings you down. So we need to get into the reasons why debt brings you down so that you have an understanding and can make better, sound financial decisions in the future. And maybe you won't take on as much debt once you realize how much your debt is actually costing you. 
And the first reason is that debt takes away your cash. So debt takes away cash that you make. It takes away your income. And then you can't put that cash towards what you want it to do. You can't use your money exactly how you want it to create freedom for you. The beautiful thing about cash is that you can allocate it towards anything that you want. You can buy more of the things you want. You can allocate it towards investments. You can allocate it towards your kid's college fund. You can allocate it to help aging parents. There's so many things that you can do and so much freedom you have with excess cash, but debt eats away at that, and debt takes it away from you. The second thing that debt does is it takes away your opportunity. Debt has an opportunity cost, and it takes away from your financial freedom and your future. Because you can't invest as much money because you're giving your money away to your debtor. So think about this in terms of investments. So say you invest in an index fund every month, but you also have to pay an extreme portion of your income towards your debts. Well, those debts aren't just the cash that you're putting into the investment. They're also taking away from your future investments value. So every dollar that you put into your index fund or whatever investment that you have, that fuels the fire and it compounds and it creates interest. And it starts to snowball and begins to grow. So you're losing on future value of money and current value of money. And that is a powerful, powerful thing that debt takes away. That is the biggest compounder and the biggest power you have with your own money. It's the biggest control you have is to make your dollars work for you. And debt takes that away from you. The third reason debt brings you down is you are now enslaved to your job. Why? Because now you have to go to work every single day to pay those debts. Otherwise, the credit man's going to come a knocking and he's going to come knocking at your door and you're going to have to pay even more money if you're late on your payments. So you have to get up and you have to go to work because you got to pay somebody else's bills. And that's never a position that you want to be in. And it's a reason and an amazing reason to get rid of debt as soon as possible. And the fourth reason that debt brings you down is it increases your stress and anxiety. Debt can make you feel like there's an entire mountain sitting on your chest and it can increase pressure on you. This pressure can build. And a lot of studies have been done on people who are in debt and they're actually experiencing the same feelings that addicts feel. You feel things like guilt. You feel guilty for taking on this debt and putting this burden on your family. You feel shameful for the same reasons. You feel remorse. And worst of all, you feel helplessness. And if you're already in debt and you realize you need to get out, you need to get out of debt, Well, the first thing you have to do is you got to stop digging. If you're already in a hole, the first thing to do is to stop digging. And if your debt is growing every single month, you have to stop consuming beyond your means because it is detrimental to your future. The number one way to win in personal finance is to spend less than you make because you need to invest the gap between how much you make and how much you have left over. You need to invest the difference to be able to grow your wealth and debt can take that away from you. And it's a very simple concept, but most people do the opposite. So let's figure out a way to crush your debt together. One of the hardest things about managing your money is figuring out where it's all going. And most of us are trying to save for several goals at once, which can feel like a daunting task to see if you're on track or even on pace to accomplishing your goals. But there is a tool that makes it so much easier, and it's called Monarch Money. They help you track your money flow without taking a ton of time and energy. And Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. And you can invite them with an extra account with their own 
own login at no extra cost to collaborate with you. And Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can create custom budgets, set notifications, and you can set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash PFP for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, N.A., or Stride Bank, N.A., members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you? and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers, and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. Now, before you decide if you should pay off certain debts, you may be thinking something like, well, I have a low interest rate on a certain debt. So should I actually pay off that debt or should I invest that money in the market? Is my money better served in the market? And the quick answer to that is that it depends. And it depends on two factors, your interest rate and your comfort levels. So an example of this would be if your mortgage 
interest rate was 4%. But on average, you're investing in an index fund that may make 7 8%, somewhere in that range. Would you be better off served just investing the money and paying the minimum payments towards your mortgage? And it's a valid point, and it's a valid thought process, because we want to maximize our money and maximize our money's utility. But I have a couple rule, rules of thumb to think about this. Number one, if your debt is 3% or less, then go ahead and just pay the minimum payments and then invest the rest of the money. So we had, uh, a couple years ago, we had a Honda Accord that we bought new. And when we bought that car, the interest rate was less than 1%. It was 0.9%. And so I immediately decided, I'm not gonna pay this thing down fast at all. I'm just gonna go ahead and get a loan on it for that 0.9%. And then the rest of the money, I'm gonna put into index funds. Because I think my interest payment on that per month was $8. And that cost was worth it to me to hold on to that loan and let my money do work in other places where it can work much harder for me than that 0.8% interest rate. Number two, if your debt is between 3% to 5%, then you gotta just use your best judgment. Because in this range, you're starting to approach a level where you can consider paying off that debt because you're getting closer to the market return. And what I would say is, if this debt's keeping you up at night, and it's bringing on stress, and it's bringing on anxiety, go ahead and just pay it off. Just get rid of it. Get it out of your life and move on. And number three, if your debt is over 5%, pay it off now. Do it as fast as you possibly can. Don't wait. Don't delay. Get rid of that debt. Now, within all three of these categories, like I was just saying, between the 3% and 5% category, if debt is keeping you awake, even if it's below 3% and it just bothers you and you don't want to have it anymore, then get rid of it. Get rid of the debt right away because there's no reason to have it if it's increasing your stress and anxiety because all financial stress and anxiety does is hazes up your decision-making and you want to make good, sound financial decisions. You want to have a clear mind financially so that you can make the right decisions for you and your family. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes and the fastest way to get rid of your debt, which is the debt wrecking ball. So the fastest way to get rid of your debt is what I call the debt wrecking ball and where to get that name. Because debt is like Miley Cyrus, and you need to come in like a wrecking ball. The debt wrecking ball is a no-nonsense, it doesn't get cute, it doesn't do anything for your emotions. It is the fastest way to get rid of debt, and it's based on math. So I'm going to give you the steps on how to go through the debt wrecking ball and how to get rid of your debt as fast as possible. And there's five steps to the debt wrecking ball in order to get rid of your debt, get it out of your way, and move on with your life. Step one. You have to list all your debts in order from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. Doing this is going to give you your attack plan. It's going to give you the order that you're going to attack all of your debts because you want to identify the highest interest rate and you want to take that debt down. The second step is you want to refinance your loans for a lower interest rate. Now, there's a couple caveats to this. If your debt totals out to say $10,000 or below, or you have a low volume of debt, then you can skip this step because I don't want you wasting your time trying to refinance your debts when you could just be spending time focusing on paying it off and you'll have it paid off in less than a year. So if you think you could pay off your debt in less than a year or two, then just do not refinance. Go ahead and just focus all your time, all your efforts on paying down that debt. But if you have a large amount of debt and you hold high interest rates, then you're gonna wanna refinance that debt. And there's a couple companies that can do that, student loan companies like SoFi. I think there's a company called LendEDU, and I'll leave uh, links to these in the show notes. The reason why you wanna do this is because you can drop your interest rate from, say, 8%, 9%, something like that, all the way down to 3%, 4 5%, 
And in some instances, especially with credit cards, you can sometimes roll it over for 0% for a year or different things like that. So this is something you definitely want to consider if you have a large chunk of debt because you want to get those rates down because you're going to be paying less money over time. The third step is to cut back on things that don't bring you value. So I personally would cut back on all splurges. I would cut back on anything that doesn't bring me value at all. I would eat out less. I would spend less on groceries. I would cut back on any excess because I know the math and you need to get rid of this debt as fast as possible. Last month alone, I just made over $1,000 on OfferUp because I'm about to sell my house and I was just getting rid of stuff that I don't want anymore. And I made over $1,000 on OfferUp. And this is something that you can do as well if you're trying to pay down your debts. Just get rid of the crap you don't want anymore. Get it out of your house, get it out of your hair, and sell it. You can make some decent money. It doesn't matter how small it is. Even every 10, 15, 20, $25 is one step closer to you paying down your debt so you don't have to worry about that debt for another month. So cut back on the things that don't bring you value and sell the things that don't bring you value. And then step four, throw every extra dollar you have at that highest interest rate and then pay minimum balances on all the other debts. So you're gonna treat that highest interest rate debt and you're gonna go to war with that highest interest rate debt. The rest of the debts, you're gonna pay off the minimum, you're just gonna pay down the minimum balances on all of them, just the minimum that you have to pay and continue to do that until that highest interest rate debt is eliminated. So you're gonna take every extra dollar and you're gonna throw it at that high interest rate debt and you'll begin to see that balance fall because you're throwing excess money towards your debt instead of just paying the minimum balance on all of them. You're gonna be throwing extra cash towards that debt and that balance is gonna fall at a rapid pace. And you're gonna be amazed at how fast it's gonna fall because you stayed focused and you focused on the task at hand. And let that falling rate motivate you. Continue to stay motivated through this process. And then step five is once you have the highest interest rate debt knocked out, then move on to the next highest interest rate debt. And once you have all these debts eliminated, one by one by one, you knock them all out, go ahead and have a party. Pop some bottles. Then shift all of your money towards investments. And you're gonna be amazed at the compound effect of this. And consider what we talked about before. If the debt doesn't stress you out extremely and you move down the list of your highest interest rate debt down to the lowest and you get to the lowest and say it's one, 2%, then consider starting to invest then. That's the point where your money will reap higher benefits if you invest than if you go ahead and continue on paying down that debt at one to 2%. And this is by far the fastest way to pay down your debts. Because mathematically, you're eliminating the highest interest rate first, which is working against you the fastest. But there's another popular method that's out there that I'm gonna go through because it's worked for a lot of people and it's worth talking about. A lot of people wanna write this off because it's not mathematically the fastest way to pay down your debt, but it is the most motivational way to pay down your debt and it may work better for you if you need that extra bump of motivation. So let's get into the debt snowball. So the alternative method to the debt wrecking ball is the debt snowball. And the debt snowball is obviously not my first choice to pay down your debt because I want you to do it the fastest, most efficient way. But there's no denying it's worked for plenty of people. And that's why we have to talk about it. It has to be a proposed option. Because you got to understand that when you're talking about personal finance, it is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. And what the debt snowball does is it attacks your debt from a psychological perspective. So here's how the debt snowball works. You're actually going to go at your debt with the lowest balance first. And what this does is it gives you a feeling of a small win so that you're motivated to keep pursuing paying down your debt. 
and it makes sense because a lot of us need instant gratification in order to push farther and we want to see results right away. Especially in this attention economy, we have to see the results right away. And the debt wrecking ball is a much slower approach if your highest interest rate is a much larger debt than all the rest of your debts. So the first thing you're going to do is list all your debts from the lowest balance. Then once you have that order, you're going to go at the smallest debt first. So for example, this could be something like you have a $700 medical bill, you have a $4,200 credit card bill, you have a $9,000 car loan, and you have a $19,000 student loan. Well, the first thing you're going to do is go after that $700 medical bill. And you can have that paid off in a month, two months, three months, however long it takes you based on your income. And now you have that small win that that thing's gone and you only have three more debts to worry about. Then you go after the credit card bill, which is 4,200 bucks. And maybe it takes you six months or a year to get rid of that. And wow, that feels great. Let's move on to the next one. And you take out the car loan, which has already gone down because of the minimum payments. And it takes you one to two years to get rid of that. And then awesome. Now you're going after the big boy, the student loan. And then you go after the student loan. And after three, four or five years, now the student loan's gone. And this is why it's motivating for people because they're paying down entire portions of debt and they see those balances go down to zero. And the reason why this snowballs and the reason why it's called the debt snowball is because once you pay down that first, that lowest balance, that first balance, now that extra money that you were allocating towards that low balance to pay the minimum payment is now going towards your next debt. And then it's going towards your next debt. And it just moves down the line. So it snowballs and you're compounding on your own debt. So it's, a, it's definitely an efficient way to pay off your debt. It's just not the fastest way to pay off your debt. You have to kill your debt or your debt is going to slowly kill you. You have to have the desire to get rid of your debt. You have to have the mentality of an assassin and want to destroy it because it's a freedom-sucking leech that's taking away from your opportunity. And if you're constantly feeding your wants by eating out or buying clothes or doing things that are outside of your means then you're going to have a really hard time paying off this debt. And all these things are fantastic if you find value in them. They're amazing for you if you find value in them. But if you're in debt, sometimes they're not appropriate to continue buying and continue spending your hard-earned dollars on. If you want it bad enough, a huge amount of debt can be paid off in a year or two. But you have to want it bad enough. And if you're still living above your means and you're deep into debt, it is devastating to your finances. It's like taking all your hard-earned money putting it in a bucket, riding on a roller coaster, and trying to keep as much of that money into that bucket as you possibly can. And all the while, down below, there's a bunch of debtors just collecting all of your money. That's what's happening to your income when you're in debt. You have to reward your future self because your money can work harder than you ever can. But remember this. There are plenty of successful people who have made the mistake of going into debt early on in their life, and they've clawed their way out of that debt. And they become extremely wealthy after taking on that debt. And if you look at some of these examples, their debt actually made them financial savvy because they knew how it felt. They knew how terrible they felt when they took on that debt. And it motivated them to get out of that situation and go ahead and turn their finances around. And you can do it too if you're in debt. You can turn your finances around. This is your time to put your foot in the ground, draw a line in the sand, and take over your money. You made a mistake. So what? Now it's your responsibility to get out of it. And now it's time to take control of your money. You can build an amazing financial future. You can build an amazing, amazing portfolio of wealth. And this is the first step. This is the first step. Get out of debt first and avoid debt going forward. Don't make this mistake twice. Get rid of it. Forgive yourself and move on. And once that debt is gone, 
you can start playing some Earth, Wind, and Fire and have a celebration because now you can start investing for your financial future and you can start using your money for the things that you want. It may feel like you're not in control, but you're in control of this ship. And it's up to you to make the decision now to get rid of that debt. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if this is our first time meeting, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And hey, we're giving away a free one-on-one money coaching session with me. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Then send it over to Andrew at dollarafterdollar.com and you'll be instantly entered to win the one-on-one one hour coaching session with me again thank you guys so much for listening we truly appreciate it and we'll see you on the next episode have a great day Everyone's heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money. But everything in life, from travel to starting a business, is expensive. Which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel, all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend Chris Hutchins a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. All the Hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.